you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. NFL Game Day View is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Game Day View. Gosh, I missed you guys. We're glad you're back. Too many pretzels and I didn't feel good. (laughs) I am so happy to be back on this show. Uh, Greg Rosenthal, Cynthia Freeland, Patrick Claibon. We have so much to get to in a very exciting week of football. But, oh, what what do we have here? Uh Well, well, well. A tie at the top. Patrick and Cynthia both wearing the crown this week. (laughs) And uh, I don't know about you, Greg, but I am am right where I want to be, if I'm being honest. Four games back, plenty of time left. I like that attitude. We're right there. But I've just been picking up kind of a superior attitude out of these (laughs) two. Like, ooh, we're the smart. better than thou. First I'm a bully, now I'm superior. So it's a big superior Game debut, Greg, make things up. (laughs) Okay, let's get right into it. Uh, Cowboys, Vikings. Minnesota, that same Minnesota team that knocked off the Bills last week. Home underdogs. Cynthia, what are you taking in this one? Well, this game is an interesting one because I actually think that the Cowboys come back and win this. I think this is a really interesting matchup. I will say 25 to 24 is a very close score, so I don't think it's a really lopsided victory because I was a little confused about what I saw from the defensive front from the Cowboys. Now, this is a team that was known for just bringing the heat. Micah Parsons coming from everywhere. You got Demarcus Lawrence. There's all of this pressure. And then last week against the Green Bay Packers, they're like, you know what, Aaron Rodgers, we're just going to, like, leave you be. We're going to let you pass deep. We're going to let all of these – we're just – A lot of man-to-man coverage. But just not – I'm just talking about the front more specifically Mm -hmm. because I'm curious if they start bringing it back this time. I I think that it doesn't happen twice. Hmm. Patrick. 
Well, I, I'm kind of with Greg, and I want to talk about this man coverage because so many times it, when you talk about man coverage, the question is, well, was, a, was the wide receiver just getting, getting beat or was the quarterback just making a great throw? I think it was a lot of Aaron Rodgers just making good throws. He was throwing with an exceedingly high efficiency. And on passes of 10 or more air yards this season, Kirk Cousins has five touchdowns, but he also has seven picks. Uh, he gets a lot of grief, but I'm just going to need to see it from Captain Kirk. Uh, Justin Jefferson going nuclear just can't happen every week. Dallas is going to get some pressure this time, Cynthia. Mm. And uh, they win it by a field goal, 23-21. So wow. Kirk Cousins wearing the chains doesn't do it for you. No. He doesn't do it for like, you. The chains back on the field not being moved enough. Oh, I see. You and the national media just don't trust Kid Cousins. Just and Kirk all Cousins. over him. And huh? neither do I. I'm part of no! it. I'm taking the Cowboys to win. You're yelling. On the national show I right know, now. and I'm taking the Cowboys too. I don't trust the Vikings. Vikings, you know, it's been a fun run, but the Cowboys are more talented. <laughs> what is going on? Sorry, it's been 20, a fun run. Just, wow. I, I just think Buried it'll them. even out. 24 to 20. It's my favorite score possible. And Justin <laughs> Jefferson gets all the love. He should. He was taking uh, five picks behind a man named C.D. Lamb. Ooh. And I think C.D. Lamb is really starting to pick it up. I know fantasy owners, it's like they wanted like a little more out of C.D. Lamb. But in real life, I love his development. He is so strong. He makes catches in traffic and receive and defenders just bounce off of him. He can make plays after the catch and you've seen his production tick up since Dak Prescott returned. Dak's been a little up and down, but I think this is a matchup against Minnesota where he knows where the open receivers are going to be and I think they end up winning this game 24-20. to 20. These teams shouldn't be that far away in the standings, mm. right? They're so close. They should even out. You know, if you've watched this show before, you know that I like to take some chances sometimes. I, I like to pick the underdogs, and most of the time it doesn't work out. <laughs> I'm not very good at it. I think we've got a, a stat to show you somewhere. I'm, I'm not good, okay? Just so you know, the low net of picks, four Ooh. and seven. Uh-uh. That changes today. <laughs> I cannot believe that I am the only one picking the Vikings. That Justin Jefferson catch, it was the catch that was heard around the world. And I know because I was on the other side of the world and there were people screaming in the streets <laughs> about it. Vikings, 30 to 24, they take care of the Cowboys. Blow net on this one, guys? What's going on? Okay. I had to give it to you. All right, I got to call something out. I got to do it. Oh. <laughs> the Jets are six and three. They've had some impressive wins. Patrick isn't here for any of it. Nine times he's had a chance to pick the Jets. Nine times he's had them lose. He really does hate your team, Jets fan. Pat Patrick, what? this is so disrespectful. Gang Green coming after and you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a chance to make this right. Yeah, okay? They're in New England, three and a half point underdogs. Oh, how fun it would be to pick the Jets. And I, I do need to confess, I am sorry. I am so sorry to the Jets fans. You don't deserve me to pick against your team every single week. You're going to get it again no! this week. Oh, I am are New you England serious? Patriots. Zach Wilson had those three picks the last time out. They couldn't get a lot going on offense. There was a touchdown late to Tyler Conklin that made the score look a lot better than it did. It came with less than two minutes to go. It's 13 points per game. That's what New England is giving up since week five. They've sneakily become one of the better defenses in the entire league in the past few weeks. And how much James Robinson, how much Michael Carter uh, can the Jets use uh, to contend with this New England defense on the road? I I've, I've got New England 20 to 18.
I think a, a new day is arriving in this rivalry. There we it's go. been a long time since the Jets have won. I, you, know, you know I'm a Patriots fan, but I look at these two teams. I think the Jets are better. I'm taking the Jets to win what? this game. Love this. 19 Whoa. to 16. I'm just in a weird place right now with Mac Jones. I mean, the one spot that the Patriots should be better as quarterback, and they're not over the last three weeks, really this whole season. Mac Jones has looked lost, and the offensive line isn't playing well either. And I look at this Jets team, and I think they're just a better team. They're better up front. The Patriots have benched their first-round pick, Cole Strange, in back-to-back weeks. They benched their right tackle, but now have to play him again, <clears throat> Isaiah Wynn, because of in- injury. And Mac Jones just seems like he misses Josh McDaniels, and Josh McDaniels is somewhere in Las Vegas him. missing <laughs> Mac Jones, and he's confused. <laughs> he's not letting go of the ball. He's taking sacks. He's throwing it deep when he's better just getting the ball out of his hands short like none of it makes sense I don't think this Patriots team is a good offensive team wow coming from Greg Rosenthal I know I feel a lot I'm I'm a little I'm shocked I'm taking the Patriots I'm taking them 23 your your beautiful green outfit I do love my green outfit and I'm going to say something very nice about the gangrene team why because their defense that pressure is exceptional they have the seventh highest pressure rate 30.8 percent and they're doing it with four or fewer pass rushers so they don't even need to bring the blitz okay that sounds good for the jets like they'd win yeah but but you know what you know what the problem is okay they're missing some pieces there's no sheldon rankins in this matchup which will be harder to run against and i really think that the opportunity harder to stop the run against and i really think the opportunity for the run is what makes the difference in this one and if i have to weigh who's Got the better chance to run the ball. Unfortunately, it's the Patriots if for being on the same side of you. But I'm picking mm. your team, so okay. very I'll conflicted be happy here. Way. You'll be happy either way. I'm going with you, Greg. I'm going with the Jets. I feel Woo. like this, this horror movie for the Jets has got to end eventually. When they played them earlier in the season, they were coming off a four-win straight. They had just defeated the Packers. Sauce was wearing the cheese hat. We were all going into that game being like, the Jets have got this. But no, Bill Belichick had them again. I feel like this is Halloween. Okay, the Jets are Jamie Lee Curtis, and Bill Belichick is Michael Myers. You can't keep on making sequels of the same movie where the same guy wins. It gets boring. We got to mix it up, Jamie I Lee. I mean, if they keep, like... You got to slay the dragon. Right in that check, you can keep coming back. No, like There's the house no on fire. Belichick. Take care of Michael Myers. Woo! Time for the Drive to Excellence presented by Mercedes-Benz. All right, Cynthia, the Chargers nearly had them on Thursday night, but they are without basically anyone that Justin Herbert would like to throw it to. So who do you like on Sunday? (laughs) Well, I like the Chiefs to win this one, and I think pretty big. I have 31 to 23 in this matchup. I want to talk about Patrick Mahomes for a second. I feel like... We haven't been talking about his MVP odds enough. This guy has so many ways that he's leading the league, and not the least of which is, like, if you look to see, and, you know, you can look up regular stats, but I like non-regular stats, to be honest with you. So if you're looking at things like the opportunity to throw on the run, the opportunity outside the pocket, when things break down, when guys are covered, when guys are not covered, it's kind of all Patrick Mahomes. We talked a lot about Josh Allen at the beginning of the season. Patrick Mahomes, I think he'll be your MVP. It's halfway through the season. That's my recasting thing. That's what I would go. Patrick Mahomes, MVP, prove me wrong. I think you're right, because I had it on NFL.com before the season started. How there you and go. I think you're scores... Ooh, taking Patrick Mahomes to win MVP. What a take. Hey, whatever. <laughs> take him every year. He's like Michael Jordan. I have them winning this game, too, 30-22. to 22. Almost the same score, the same margin as Cynthia. One of the reasons I like the Chiefs is Kadarius. Tony. They will be without Juju Smith-Schuster in this game. They're without Mecole Hardman. Doesn't matter. Kadarius Tony can do 
a lot of what both of those guys could do. Let's go back to last year because that's when Kadarius Tony, to me, showed that he's special. I know he had a couple plays with the Chiefs a week ago, but his movement skills and his ability to win on the outside against even guys like Trayvon Diggs and other quality cornerbacks that they had in Dallas last year, you just don't see guys his size make people miss like that. It's going to take a little time, but if you can win on the outside like this and you can win in the slot and win the way Miko Hardman works uh, in terms of trick plays, like you can keep winning. This is usually a great game, Chargers-Chiefs, but the Chiefs just have more on both sides. More oomph. More oomph. Yeah. More explosiveness because I love Kadarius Tony. You mentioned the size. People, people kind of sleep. Maybe it's the jersey number mm-hmm. that, that Kadarius Tony is north of 200 pounds and north of six feet tall. But I want to talk about some other big wide receivers like the ones that were at practice this week, including a guy who we literally call Big Mike back at practice. Don't know if he's going to play. Also, Keenan Allen at practice this week. Don't know if they're going to play. Good signs. But it means something. It means something that these guys are practicing because uh, Justin Herbert has been throwing the ball to a historical level. He's on pace to have the third most attempts per game in the history of the National Football League. And these guys, they mean something. And I, I, I just, drop off. Right. What do you it's, mean? It's significant. He's throwing to undrafted players to a, to a tune that nobody has since Aaron Rodgers has over the past 15 years. Cool. I, I think 28-24 Chiefs win, but they, they cover. Uh, the, uh, the Chargers cover. They get some points, mm. and it's, it's a solid. Fun fact, Mike Williams' middle name is just the letter K. Michael K. Williams was a big, it was a big mystery during cr- training camp. They're like, tell us what your middle name is. And it's, it's just K. So you learned something on this show. Look at that. Uh, I'm going Chiefs by a lot as well. I think I got a 10 point win, Ooh. 30 to 20. I just feel like the Chiefs are a more trustworthy team. Every mm. single time that Mahomes has faced off against Justin Herbert, I believe they've uh, played each other four times now. Mahomes has won three out of those four times. This is going to be the fifth time that they play. You know who I anticipate having a pretty big game? I don't know if you guys remember this happening. Back in week two, a little bit of a oh, <laughs> Travis Kelsey. Trust me, he's got the he dreams about this moment every single night. I know he was probably hurting after that. He is going after the Chargers. Big night from him. Okay. We're going to stick in the AFC West, but before we get there, Greg, we're all here because we love you. Okay. Yeah. This is a safe space and we need to talk. What? <laughs> I like the Raiders. It's been the defense for the Saints. Now they're one of the worst defenses in the league. They give up big plays. The Saints get a shutout. Raiders had 183 total yards. I trust the Raiders more because I trust their offense more, especially against this Jacksonville defense. And the Raiders are going to lose here in Jacksonville. Greg, how confident are you in Indianapolis? Not that confident. I know the Colts are a mess, so they do have the Raiders winning. The Colts hold, and the Raiders have watched their third in a row and go to two and seven. Greg, I'm going to be honest, it has been hard to watch these last three weeks, okay? I'm talking about both the Raiders and you taking the cheese every single week. Enough is enough. The Broncos are favored by two and a half at home. I'm going I'm to give you the same chance I gave Patrick. You look into, the, look was down this, that was barrel. Was this like an, an intervention? And you tell us what team you are okay, taking. Okay, you know who needs the intervention? It's our producer, who's a Raiders fan. <laughs> it is like self-flagellating there, putting them in the B block. Give me a break. I'm not giving up on the Raiders. I'm sticking with them this week. Woo! I mean, they're playing the Broncos. They're playing the Broncos. And you know who's that quarterback for the Broncos? Russell Wilson. So don't think of this as a pick for the Raiders. As much as it, it's a pick against Russell Wilson <laughs> 
and the Broncos. I don't know what's happening. He just, just throw the ball. Just throw it. I mean, he doesn't know the guys maybe that well who he's throwing to. Jalen Virgil, Kendall Hinton. Everyone's hurt up front for Russell Wilson. Just the Raiders aren't this bad, right? Like you, you, the model. The model has all be these the analytics. They don't have the profile of a two-win team, aren't they? Going to win one of these weeks? Come on. Yeah. I think they'll win one of these weeks, but the model doesn't favor them Not in this, this week. <laughs> no. It's 23 to 21 is what the model comes up with now. But I did want to say something nice about the Raiders because I didn't actually think you were going to pick them. I thought you would no. not pick them. So I want to talk I about didn't know Josh they were Jacobs. Set me up with all that nonsense. <laughs> I want to talk about Josh Jacobs in this matchup. Last week we saw the Broncos be really, really stingy against Derek. Henry, but I think they won't commit all of those resources to the run game this time. I think that they'll have to account for Devontae Adams mm. in this one, which means it is a good fantasy week for Josh Jacobs, just not for the team. And I think Russell Wilson facing this secondary, this is going to be an opportunity for him to kind of maybe he'll he'll show us about the less ride. Maybe the let's ride will work this well, time. He played pretty well against the Broncos. Uh, instead of just talking about it. He did. He had his best game of the 2022 season, and that's why I'm taking the Denver Broncos. I, I agree with Cynthia. Sorry, Greg. Sorry uh, to the Raiders. This is one of those force versus object games, except that the force is very resistible and the object is very movable. Uh, but this is a Raiders defense that allowed Matt Ryan at 37 years old to have the longest run of his career. Oh he outran God. his age. This was a 30. Look at Matt Ryan cut back inside. <laughs> I think he looks spry. <laughs> Matt Ryan is trying to score a touchdown here. There's no way I am taking the team that allowed this to happen. Uh, <laughs> Harris Campbell also had a touchdown where he bounced off of two guys. Denver's bad right now, but the Raiders are worse. I, I, I've got the Broncos. Um, you know, guys, I just heard the most like beautiful, inspirational quote this week, and it was from Nathaniel Hackett, and he, he said, um, Somebody's got to win this game. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. How could you not get behind that's, that? That's beautiful. It's beautiful. Gosh, it really just moved me to tears. Um, <laughs> speaking of tears, Derek Carr was very upset. Much more inspirational. No, no, Derek no, 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 no. Come that on. is not really the quarterback that I want to get behind. That's no. like, I'm going to go beat Russell Wilson. He is clearly in his feelings. This whole team is. They are a mess. They are not what we expected them to be this season. I am staying away. Oh. Make it adjust, Greg. I'm going Broncos 20 to 17. <laughs> okay, I think we're going to be talking Bears and Falcons Ooh. coming up after this. Cynthia tried to tell you about Cole Komet last week. If you weren't listening, she's still here, and she will remind you. Okay? Cole Komet. Okay. Good. You've been killing him. They have been crap. reminded. Killing him. <laughs> You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer? Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. All right, it is time for a quick picks. Great stuff from Hard Knocks this week. Cole McCoy was slinging it against the Rams. Cardinals have the 49ers in Mexico City. Greg, who gets the win on Monday night? I love this 49ers team because they have so many options on offense, especially the Yak Bros. You know Debo Samuel was quiet last week, so they're going to feed him the ball this week. Who calls them the Yak Bros? I call he them does. the Yak Bros. They <laughs> call themselves the Yak Bros. Is this the first instance of Yak Bros? Am I? Am I did I? Yak Bros. I feel like Brandon Ayuk and Debo Great Samuel market. have been Yak Bros for a long time. And look, Christian McCaffrey is getting in the mix. George Kittle. And guess who gives up more yards after the catch than any defense in the entire oh, NFL? Mm-hmm. Cynthia. This is a Cynthia type of stuff. I'm guessing it's the Cardinals. It's the Cardinals. <laughs> the 49ers are so fun right now. I can't wait to watch this game. Okay. Greg, you are um, you're a great dad, and you went with the Rams last week for the kids. Unfortunately, this is a show where we keep track of picking games correctly. You are picking against them this week, though. Uh, Patrick, what about you? I, I it, somebody needs to step in yeah. uh, for for Greg's family. So yes, I'm going please. to do that. Somebody <laughs> needs to. I care about Straybon. And I will take this all alone. Give me the Straybon because it mm. is. I had to look this up to triple check to make sure. The past two weeks, the Saints have given up 405 rushing yards on the ground. Mm. In two weeks, I know that the offensive situation is bad in Los Angeles. I know that they're going to be on the road. But after the Pete Warner injury, after some of the losses this season, it just. We talk about vibes being bad all the oh, time. Yeah. The vibes are down horrendous in New Orleans. <laughs> down a horrendous. And, and I, I, get, I get a chance to <laughs> m- maybe pick up a, a stray bond here. Give it to me. Give me the Rams. Love it. All right. The Saints are only two. What was that? <laughs> it was a very mean dog. It was, it was the guttural bark from my Was that side. my chihuahua? <laughs> the Saints are only two games back in the NFC South, a game behind the Falcons, who need to do what nobody has been able to do lately, stop Justin Fields. 
Fortunately for Fields, the defense <laughs> is, uh, well, terrible, which you know happens when you trade two of your best players on that side of the ball. They are three-point underdogs in Atlanta. Greg, who do you like in this one? I like the Bears to pull off the upset. Ooh. I think these teams are mirror images. Their defenses are both really struggling. They both have running quarterbacks that set up the passing game, but only one of the quarterbacks actually can make plays with his arm, and that's Justin Fields. You know what I love last week is that he kept his eyes downfield on a couple of the scrambles where he approached the line of scrimmage, the defenders move up, and he ends up making a great pass downfield. Mariota, on the other hand, never improvises and makes plays with his arms. It's either in structure or a great running play or nothing happens. So I think the Bears have more options. I think they're both bad defenses, really high-scoring game, but I like the Bears just by a little. Ooh. I'm with you. I have the Bears as well in this matchup by one point as well, 24 to 23. So not quite as high a scoring because I think there'd be a lot of running, which then limits how many scores are happening, how many possessions happen. But I want to talk about Cole Komet. He was obviously potentially injured, but he's going to play. All signs point to that. And I want to talk about the opportunity for him. Look at how much space he has in this highlight. You know why? Because Chase Claypool is stealing away coverages, which leaves mm. Komet open, which is a really yeah. nice addition to this team because now Justin Fields, who we've seen with the design runs, now he's got a very short handed pass catcher so those two things together along with the space that's being created from Claypool like very nice opportunity against a team that is down a lot of corners from Claypool to Clay Bond oh, oh, there it is. oh, there it is. oh that's some hosting right there that's some hosting right there she's good there's no Thank competing God with she's that. not in Germany I just have to look at back because we talked about the run games I, I'm just running away from that because I can't really compete with Rachel in that capacity. <laughs> but this Bears team is playing a Falcons team that has had five games at home. In every single one of those games, they have ran for over 150 yards. And Rachel talked about the trades of two of their best defensive players. The season-long stats include those guys still being on the team. The rush defense is actually worse uh, since then. So I I'm taking the Falcons Ooh. at home, a young way coup bounce Ooh. back, field goal to win it at the end. Give me the birds. Ooh, okay, well, making another stray bond. Woof, 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 woof. Oh, God. I'm not going. That dog has Ankle crazy. Let, take him out on every uh, once in a while. I have a bigger win for the Bears. You know, Justin Fields, I, I'm not... I'm not into posting the like cringy quotes on Instagram, but I have to read you this. He quoted Spider-Man. The one thing they love more than a hero is to see him fail. Uh, I'm not into that, but it kind of tells me <laughs> that he might ball out. And when you're putting up 325 rushing yards in the last two games, which is the most in a two-game span by a quarterback in the Super Bowl era, you post whatever Spider-Man quote that you want, okay? Let's do the math on Justin Fields, Cynthia. He rushed for at least 100 <laughs> yards and a touchdown the last two weeks, like I said, he's been balling out. Can he make it three straight against the Falcons? It's not that I don't think he can. I don't think that they're going to ask him to. I only have 44 rushing yards forecast for him. Why? Because when I look to see the opportunity, don't get him hurt. Keep him upright. Don't let him have pressure in his face. We saw the Lions. That's what happened there. Ugh, don't let that happen. Let's let someone else run the ball as well. So I only have 44. However, a rushing touchdown has a better likelihood of happening than 100 rush yards if you were to weigh the two things against each other. All right. Giants have the third best record in the NFC. They are hosting the Lions on Sunday. Greg, do the Giants win their fourth straight home game? I say no. I say the Lions what? get the upset 21-17. Let's roar. Let's what? go. 21-17. You know, we talk rivalries. I don't want to actually roar, but oh, I'm tempted. So, you know, 
you look at great players when they first meet in the NFL. And this will be the first meeting of Saquon Barkley and Malcolm Rodriguez. That's right, Rodrigo <laughs> from Hard Knocks. The rookie linebacker's playing great lately. This Detroit Lions defense playing with a little more energy. I know the numbers aren't great, but they're getting closer to average. And you know all you have to be against this Giants offense, which doesn't have any passing attack right now, is average. I like what they've done. I think they've come back in the last couple of games, weird games where you wouldn't have thought that they would win. Right, Cynthia? They've You're been in fan. every single game. Right, and now I think the, the tide is turning. It's Come coming. On. Let's go. Believe in miracles. I Christmas in... is around the corner. Oh, now you make me feel bad because <laughs> I'm picking the Giants 26 oh. to 21. Because I like being right. Oh. And I will believe in miracles at 10.01 as soon as the game starts. That's, but that's the same speech you gave to me last week. And you know what happened. And it works. And I, I, I win either way here. But okay. I do want to talk about go. Saquon Barkley against this defense. And kind of for the exact opposite reason. <laughs> yes, Malcolm Rodriguez has been great. But talk about Saquon Barkley's ability to earn yards after contact. This O-line has been giving him just enough push to be able to get to a full head of steam before somebody makes contact with him, which is a really, really hard thing to stop. His center of gravity, his ability, those quadzilla legs that you see, that's how he's earning, making people miss. Like Saquon Barkley's having an MVP caliber season. I think that continues big, huge, monstrous time mm. against the Lions at home. It's going to be a total show for the Giants fans at MetLife. Ooh. I, I love the idea of Saquon pushing to the edge, but then Daniel Jones pulls the ball back and uses his running ability <laughs> oh, to finally on. crush 400 yards here? on the ground. We all know Saquon is in contention with King Henry for leading the league in rushing, yeah. but the second leading rusher on the New York football Giants is the man you're seeing. Look at him move. I don't see any Rodrigo in any of these highlights. Yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't well, gone up come against on, guys. him yet. Hey, check it out on Monday. You'll see Rodrigo chasing Danny Dimes <laughs> oh. into the end zone just like that. I've got the Giants winning this one. 26-18. I think it's my biggest margin of the week. Wow. Just, I'm not Dude. believing Guys, I still think I have hard knocks brain when it comes yes. to the Lions. Every single week, the Lions play a game, and I'm on them every single time. And I don't even care if I lose these games because, like I said, they are literally in the fight most of the time. <laughs> basically all of the time, basically sometimes mostly. Uh, I'm going Lions 24-21. to 21. If they win this game, this is actually crazy. It would be the third game that they won in a row, which they have not done since 2017. Mm. <laughs> and you know who picked them in the last Us. two weeks? Rachel. Rachel Bennett. No, I gave up. Oh, okay. Go Lions, go. Okay, it's time for over-under. Since the Lions are on the road, that frees up the Browns and Bills to come to town. Weather has moved the game to Ford Field. I have got the Bills winning 24-17. Over-under is at 49.5, so that means I am going under. I feel like there's some weird things happening with Josh Allen. I, 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 I don't know. What do you Oh, think? I love the over in this game. Oh. By a lot. Outdoors, I like the over. Indoors, I like it by even more. I think the Browns' offense is underrated. And the Bills, it's not like they struggled to move the ball last week. He has a couple turnovers, but he's still playing well enough. I think he just got bit up too high. I think, you know, the Browns, they run the ball a lot. Again, that limits the number of possessions. And I think that the Bills will run the ball more often, too, to keep pressure off Josh Allen and the ability to turn the ball over, minimize that, more running the ball. So mm. it's it's an under, but I just think it's because it got bit up too high after moving indoors. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Greg, I agree that the Browns' offense is underrated, but when they have success, they do it running the ball. And that's going to mm. choose the clock up, and we're just going to get the under. Is there something to be said for a certain someone returning in a couple of weeks and, and maybe Jacoby's last chance to really ball out here? Jacoby Brissett hasn't been the problem. I think yeah, he played well. I even think but he played I'm, well I'm last just saying he could, he, could, he could show up and, the, and show the, out. The farewell, yeah. 
Yeah. Great. And the Bills He's only got a couple more opportunities. Number of defenders. He might actually have time. I think he could run on them. Oh, okay. Uh, all right, we've got Panthers Ravens. Over under is at 41 and a half. I like lots of points for the Ravens, and that's basically <laughs> it. I've got it 30 to 17. That's 47. That is the over. Baby Greg, what do you like? I am going under, okay. and yeah, it's because of the Panthers here. <laughs> I've seen the Ravens kind of talk up Baker Mayfield, all these great AFC North battles that we had. This is not that Baker Mayfield. It's not the same offense. I think he's going to struggle at quarterback. Mm. I, I think this one's an over for me. I think that when I look at this matchup, I would think Lamar Jackson's going to be like, hey, um, we've all been talking about those other MVPs. I'm Lamar Jackson. Can you see me throw? And Mark Andrews is back. So, come on. That's, that's going to be helpful to ball out. And I agree with that, Cynthia. But the problem is you would need the – Panthers to score a little bit to get to the number. I don't know if you even do. No, I think the Ravens could do Ravens it all the way. Unless the Ravens baby. do it by themselves, which which <laughs> might happen. But Baker, no, I'm no, not doing no. it. Okay, all right. Uh, okay, well, Eagles took their first L of the season last week. How do they respond against the Colts? And can Washington keep it rolling against Houston? Don't go anywhere. We are talking these games after the break. Commanders Texans getting in the show. I love it. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. 
Monday morning, bright and early. For now, it is time for quick picks. All right, Cynthia, Bengals, Steelers. The Steelers shocked everyone when they got after Joe Burrow in week one. It is time for the rematch, baby. Who do you like in round two? Lots of missing pieces on this Bengals defense, but I think the Bengals pull it off in this time. They 24 to 21. DJ Reader is back. That is a nice opportunity to stop the run. DJ Reader, one of the best run stoppers in the entire NFL. He's been gone for, I don't know how many weeks, at least four, because he was on IR. He will be back. A lot of other pieces on this defense, like the secondary, is mm. quite banged up. So I'm glad he's back because that will change things and force less, you know, favorable passing situations. We've done this show a long time, and I've noticed Cynthia likes a good run stuffer, like oh. a good 320-pound Nose tap. I spent my entire yeah. master's thesis writing about 300 pound men. So, you know, that's. <laughs> Sorry, just, I would love to read that. <laughs> it sounds thrilling. Yeah, I'll, you've got a I'll big forward win you a copy. 27 17, winning by 10 points. Yeah, I think they needed five turnovers just to stay in that game. It still went to overtime. And then you look at Kenny Pickett. I just haven't seen the maturation. It happens with rookie quarterbacks, but yeah, he just hasn't been great. Patrick, 24 20. Yeah, it, it's honestly the, the Steelers' defense. They get TJ Watt back. I think that changes things a little bit, but not enough for me to, to pick. This. All right, I'm going to stick with you. Tough one for the Eagles last week. Do they put an end to the Jeff Saturday feel-good story <laughs> in Indy? I, I don't know that the story ever ends. It doesn't, I, I think the story is just going to continue what? forever. But it, it will be a bounce-back game simply because everything that went wrong can't possibly go that wrong again, including an injury to Dallas Goddard, which hurts uh, this team and their opportunity. But Devontae Smith, played well. He played very well until he was trying to throw a lateral to win the game and it ended up being recovered for a touchdown. But a solid Smitty game. I think we have another one. And um, they shore up the interior with some veterans. Uh, Cynthia, you know, kind of questioning how much Indomitian Sue can really do. He's only been there for like three days. Yeah. True. And, and that's why I think Jonathan Taylor has an okay game. They get 22 points, but it's it's not 26. All right. Uh, of course, we all know the Eagles lost their first game to the Commanders of all teams. Sorry, Commanders. Uh, let's give them a little credit, though. They forced turnovers, held the Eagles' run game in check, and got a roughing the passer call near the end of the game that wasn't at all controversial and everyone <laughs> totally agreed with it definitely uh, I like working at the NFL Greggy the commanders are three-point favorites they've won four of their last five will they get above 500 against the Texans I think they will but I'm taking the cowards way out and I'm just giving them a two-point win so I'm trying to oh. thread the smallest of needles when it's supposed to be a three-point game 22 to 20 I just want to give Curtis Samuel some love uh, very similar in the way that they use him to Debo Samuel in San Francisco. He actually has more receiving yards and rushing yards than Debo Samuel this year. Almost identical, but very similar receptions. And I think Scott Turner, maybe it's hard for them to know what the play call is going to be because they get confused sometimes. But when it works, it's pretty. The Washington Commanders are actually a fun offense mm -hmm. to watch at times because of guys like Curtis Samuel. Dynamic player. Well, I'm not threading anything. I have 23-18 Commanders, oh. a convincing mm. victory in this one. 23-19, excuse me. When I'm looking at this matchup, I know the run game is good because the Texans' run defense is not so good. But I want to talk about Terry McLaurin. I think this is a great game for him. Obviously, missing pieces in the secondary. I don't believe Derek Stingley will be playing. That means scary Terry with Taylor Heineke. Connect for a touchdown. He's one of my favorite receivers in the entire league. I think he's super underrated. I will talk about Terry McLaurin every day. One of the most precise route runners in our entire league. Love Terry McLaurin. Love end zone for him this week. It is quantifiable. Terry McLaurin is quarterback proof. I love Terry, but the number I want to talk about is 22 and 6. 
22 and 6 is the Texans' last three opponents' records. They've been losing to very, very good teams. Oh, and Taylor Heineke. Wow. Who are you picking? Yeah, give it to me. Give me the Houston Whoa. Texans. I want it. I want the Houston Texans in this no game. Way. I'm taking the Patrick 20 got bold to 18. Like it. And yep, Taylor Heineke, yep. who <laughs> should get a lot of credit to Terry McLaurin uh, for some of those YOLO balls. He, since he's become the starting quarterback, they have protected the ball better. What my pick presupposes is what if they didn't? What if they go to Houston and Taylor Heineke continues to turn the ball over um, like he does on some of these plays where it's overthrows? Sometimes it's just like, hey, well, you know, whatever. I'm just going to yuck it down there and see what happens. Maybe the referee will run into somebody. This is it. This is when it happens. Complete vibe pick. Guys, I got it. The stray bonds are just piling yeah. up. My out word. Of control. I'm going commanders 17 to 10. Three stray bonds. Absolutely wild. I love this from Heineke this week. He said, we can't take this team lightly. Okay. Okay, obviously we had a, a huge game against a divisional opponent, undefeated by the way, big win, wink wink, but the worst thing that we can do is go and lay an egg on Sunday. So again, uh, we're just going to try and keep the ball rolling, keep working hard. I feel so like they're, that's they're what not, someone says. They're not says, leaning back. I feel like that's what someone says yeah. right before they lay an egg. Patrick, you kind Perhaps. of convinced me. Yeah, like why do you need to mind you about you're going to try extra hard? No, I'm not going to change. No more changing. Yeah, come on me. No, no, flip it. No more flip it. Be fun. Somebody's got to win. Somebody's got to win. Okay, it is time for right this down for week 11. This might be wild, okay? In fact, I actually know it is wild. The last time that Zach Wilson uh, played the Patriots, I believe he threw three interceptions yep. in week eight. I think that there will be zero interceptions Ooh. for Zach Wilson at the Patriots. I was listening to what he was talking about yep. this week. He said there was mistakes I could have learned from. I, I, I need to learn to throw the ball away instead of just chucking it to the other team. I think he's learned his lesson. Robert Sala also thinks that he's learned his lesson. I am going Zach Wilson. Wow. Zero goose eggs interceptions this week. I, I like was it. with you on the Jets winning. This is Come like on, a just, step too far. Just, if Phil Belichick can't break me. Zach Wilson, what is Belichick? Belichick have left. <laughs> what does he have left? Uh, you know, Not who's you. Retires? Who's got yeah, a lot left? You already, Greg. Dan Campbell. What's happening in Detroit is special. And they're oh, not boy. just going to like keep it within three points. They're going to win this game outright. Oh, Brian Dable, you know, you're a great new coach and everyone loves you. Try to match up against Campbell. <laughs> you know how much the Meadowlands crowd would love Dan Campbell? They actually might fall for Dan Campbell, even though he's the opposing coach. I really do think we're a year and a half into this program. Everyone buys in. The players are solid here. And I think... The Giants really aren't as good as their record. Who smokes more cigars between the two of them, you think? Dable? Definitely Dable. Yeah, you think? Yeah, yeah. More caffeine, Campbell. Cigars, Dable. That's more how I break that down. Campbell. Push-ups, Campbell. Yes, for sure. <laughs> I'm looking at Joe Mixon, and I'm looking at TJ Watt being back, which means he's going to run. Lots of rushing yards. More than 68 rushing yards. That seems like a very nice Low number to overcome. Do I think he gets in the end zone four or five times? I have no idea. I think he does get in the end zone at least once. Love but it. But I think those rushing yards, that's going to be at least in the 70s. Oh, love that. He's got that yep. juice back. Yes. My, He's got his oots. My number's very small. Rachel, you had a zero. I've got a one. It's just a one, and that's Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is going to run <laughs> for a touchdown and. I need Saquon, we have to talk about this. Your teammate Darius Slayton already gave Danny Dimes a great nickname. Oh, it's Danny point. Dimes. We, we call him Danny Dimes. He throws the ball. Danny, How about Daniel, Daniel Jones? Jones is a great name. Yeah, it's a spectacular nickname. Also, Daniel exactly. Jones runs in the line really fast. Not like a graceful runner. It's it's not fair to Michael. Watch his, watch his basketball highlights. Danny Dimes could ball. 
Danny Dimes. Dude is an athlete. Don't of course he's an athlete. It, uh, yes, Danny Dimes is a perfect nickname. He was especially an athlete when he was like running and then he tripped over his own legs and just <laughs> tumbled oh, and tumbled. And that was the really most athletic thing that I've seen from him. We'll see you guys next week. Enjoy the football. <laughs>